Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Tell the returning guests, Susie and Simon. How are you guys? We're great, thank you. Really good. Well, I'm glad to have you guys back. I'm a big fan of your music. And um, hearing the hearing, uh, early preview of the new album, is I'm really blown away. and I'm excited to talk to you guys. It's definitely right up my alley for that music I dig. I mean, I'm very eclectic as it is. And this album is, and I, I didn't think about it. I never think about things, which is probably good and bad. You get my honest opinion. <laughs> but it's always a hot mess. It's eclectic in a way that it has a lot of different sounds. You both have great voices. There's even different nods and different styles of music, but it is a concept and it does follow a theme and it does stick together. It's not like it's like, it doesn't make sense, but it's really nice because it's kind of like a little of everything sort of, and it all complements each other. So it's very interesting when you listen to it, you're not just getting like a, a, a one dimensional album. Each time I go back, I listen to it. I, I swear to God, I'm hearing something different. I'm like, I don't remember hearing that. And to me as a fan of music, I love that. I love to hear something new each time. It makes it exciting, and that's what I'm what I'm getting at least from this album. I, I mean, I don't know if that was your goal, <laughs> but as a, as a lover of music, it's very fulfilling. Well, thank you. I mean, the, the the I think with production aesthetic, you know, is that we, we always try and bury stuff in there, you know, that people mm -hmm. can discover later on. It's like a bit of hidden treasure, you know. You like dig a <laughs> hole, a, a sonic yeah. hole, and stick a a little bit of stuff in there, and then just wait for somebody a to treasure hunt. It, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's it's even more important, besides my long-winded intro, is production is so good. If it's good, it's great. But if it's bad, I mean, can we talk about how many times you've heard an album? And I don't want to just dog the 90s or the 80s, because I love the 80s, a lot of music from there. But you'll find a song that has, like, a sound, whether it's a cowbell or a hi-hat. Usually it's a hi-hat. And it's just produced a certain way. And, like, it's, once you hear it, you cannot hear it anymore. Like, it ruins the song. So bad production can also ruin a great song. Whereas totally. good production can help. Um, not only build it up, but su but support it in a way, like a supporting actor, where it adds to it. To we can really focus in each time different parts of the instruments, and then go back and hear the whole thing as a cohesive unit. Yeah. That's what good production does. Wow, wow. I think uh, I think this time as well. I mean, we always do this, but especially again, I think we revisited the whole thing about serving the song, and that's kind of. All the sounds that came from, we've got some synthesizers now, like the Prophet 5 sequential, um, and some was on the Moog Matriarch. And, and we, were, we were just looking at, at what the song needed, really, and having, we had a ball making this album. I mean, it really was, it took on marrow, but at the same time, it was such a delight to actually have no boundaries. We were only limited by imagination, really, and telling mm -hmm. the story. And, uh, and actually, and it's Simon's fault with the production, by the way, because he's across all the all the magic of the analog desk and all that sort of uh, cutting and. Really fantastic. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm a big fan of your production, Simon. I mean, I really am. Of you two collectively as, as artists, but, you know, as we're talking about production directly at this moment, I am a big fan of that. And I'm very particular about my sounds that I like, you know. So, well, bravo well. to you. Well, well, I'm honoured. I mean, the, the the thing is, when you know, listen to the records that we make, they tend to be more open. I mean, we I, I tend to try and reveal a lot. You listen to a lot of other records, which are equally, I mean, some brilliant production, which is but it's quite thick sometimes. It's like right. it's dense, and and you can hear the stuff going on. But with us, I think it seems to be a bit more transparent. I try and separate sounds rather than just try and meld them in. So it actually has a. It's more of a. Um, uh, a Van Gogh piece of artwork than a landscape, if you know what I mean. Right. Like, I, I, I do. 
I do, and I think first I'll go back to what you said serving the song is like literally been like the mantra of this of this show. You know, do you serve the song? That if you think you stink, but that's a total other thing. But on a serious note, serving a song is the most important part of, of any music. And as far as the songs go and the production together, there's a very hand in hand situation where not as a cohesive, but it gives it space and and and, and like the statement less is more sometimes really seems to work out in a lot of parts of these songs because it makes the album feel light not like lighthearted it feels like it was enjoyable and it doesn't yeah. take away from the lyrics but there is a certain not inspiration but there's a, an undercurrent of upbeat feeling i feel in this album mm. it feels nice it feels you know it feels good and oh. and as we were talking prior to this hope earlier to this the world is kind of on fire on different levels and we don't need to get into like everyone has their different thoughts clearly but Everybody wants happiness. Everyone's hope and safety and love for their families. I mean, that's common, food and shelter and stuff. And hope and music is every emotion you can imagine you go through with music. You know what I mean? Yeah, whether it's happiness, sadness, I can probably pin every emotion to music. You know what I mean? Um, I can't trust somebody that says they don't listen to music. I'm like, what? You know those people? You ever meet somebody that does that? I have. They go, nope. When you're in your car, you listen to music? Nope. What do you listen to? Talk radio? Whoa, you're making it really bad now. Like, really? I mean, how? how... <laughs> Are you a mon? Are you you, you got to be a serial killer because like, literally, <laughs> music is full of emotion. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so this album is feels very good to the heart. You know, and and we should jump in talking about the leadoff single because once again, it's it's got a little of everything in it. It feels fresh. It's got a little like a new wavy feel, but it feels fresh and modern. Saving me. Yeah. Single. It was interesting. We wrote this one and. Um, it's really a head on about the underbelly of organized religion. Mm -hmm. um, we're not, we're, we're spiritual people. And it's, it's about a man made faith system, which has flaws. And it's the underbelly. It's that bit that we're actually um, talking about, you know, the fact that you're, you're supposed to be this love machine, but you've caused a lot of wars, you've caused a lot of pain, um, conscious bands of contraception. So cultures have completely suffered because of some of the policies of, of organized right. religion. And uh, we wanted to just really write a song about that because it's there. It's the elephant in the room. It's always been in the room. And, you know, we wanted to. But uh, but there is a positivity about that because it's actually sort of standing tall and saying, I see you, big Mr. Elephant. You know, it's one it of those songs. It's a good, it's a, it's a positive song about something that's actually pretty nasty. It hears to me as, as a strength of independence. It feels like it's uh, most empowering to a person, you know, mm. like yeah. it, like you're here, I'm here. It's, you know, obviously it's, I'm not going to quote the lines, but it does say that, you know, look at me, I'm here, you know, and this is how I feel. And it's kind of drawn the line in the sand, but standing up to yourself and feeling good about it, you know, and, and like to that, any, anything that has a good concept and then you put like a policy and a group and you're collecting money, it's going to go belly up, you know, even like the charities, you know, you remember the charities were so good a long time ago. Now you really have to get to the bones of it. You see, before we found out, it's like charities are getting like 90% of the, the money to the hungry people are going, you know, to the organization and waste and like 10% were going like, and then people start looking at charities. So like everything that people get their hands into either gets corrupted or red taped or everything else. So yeah. when you have a song like this, the lyrics go back to the basis of just, you know it's, looking it's at yourself power. i think power corrupts absolute power corrupts um and i think that when you get that power that, that you get that corruption for, and uh, 
we're pretty prone to that as a species, right. I think. So, and it so sounds like it's a very, it's a very powerful, uh, like a self-reflection, power, yeah. positive self-reflection. Like it comes back to you and that's really where it all should come from in a yeah. good way. Yeah. I think the interesting thing about this record is the fact that um, for the first time, Susie and I have played everything on it apart from the drums because that's one thing we, we can't play, but we've done everything. We've played keyboards, you know, we've played all the, the instruments. I mean, Susie's got, in one of the tracks, there's a fife on there, which yeah. is like that. The, really? You know, yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, wow. I bought this fife when I was 16 for my tips when I worked in a hotel restaurant. And I, I, I nearly passed out trying to get a note out of the thing, you know, one afternoon. Saturday, <laughs> and it's been with me all this time. And we, we suddenly were thinking about, you know, what have we got? What, what sounds have we got that we would like? And I just thought, oh, let me, I want to play it. It called me, you know. Yeah. And we've got a stylophone that my mum bought me. We've got harmonicas, kazoos, you know, all different sound effects, as well as the, 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 the synthesizers, haven't we? Yeah, and uh, you know, and uh, but it's it's always it's always rock and roll. I mean, you know, we 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 use a lot of guitars and standard bass and that. And then a new drummer, which is a, a guy from um, Porto in uh, the sort of mid Portugal. It's sort of not right at the very top, but Porto, a very beautiful city. But it's like the second city of Portugal. Mm -hmm. uh, we're close to Lisbon, and Porto is uh, about three hundred kilometers north, two hundred fifty kilometers north from here. Uh, and he's great, you know, he's, uh, but he, he, he studied a lot in New York. He, he went over to New York and he studied Afrobeat and he studied a lot of uh, jazz and stuff. So he's a very eclectic sort of uh, uh, drummer and uh, very energetic and very powerful. So it, it, it's give a different, um, a different feel to the record, I think. You know? Well, the beats are different. They're not standard. It doesn't feel like it's a band, you know, rock two, four, two, four, four, four. It feels like there's a lot of beats and stuff kind of snuck in and the production of drums is awesome. I usually to pick that apart too it's fantastic production on the drums uh, but i mean it's really interesting drums because it does it almost makes you feel like you're listening to a song and you're not thinking about the drums because the drums are almost like up there with the other instruments playing as as, as it's as its own flavor it's not so much i mean it's keeping the beat you're not even realizing it's keeping the beat but it's also doing a little something extra yeah which is yeah. which is really different in this album than you usually hear i'd be happy with the song i'm thinking oh yeah the drums have been keeping the beat but i keep hearing other things like it's 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 very interesting you know, it's 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 uh, complimentary and smart, smart drumming. Yeah. Well, it's hi hat work. He's actually fantastic. Oh yes. Yeah. He's, it was really good actually. We we hadn't actually met. So when we came down to um, he came down to to the studio and we had mm -hmm. dinner and then we just went and recorded together for two days and it was absolutely we got on like we'd known each other for a lifetime. And was that scary? Like, <laughs> is it scary to like? Because if you don't know musicians, sometimes being a seasoned musician. You can just hit it off on the phone and then meet in person. It's like, all right, yeah. maybe we weren't there. Or, I mean, and that's a big thing. It takes somebody, have them travel there. Because something people forget about is it's not, it, there's money involved and there's logistics and there's costs and it's not always home runs. And most bands are working bands, you know. And, and when you take a, a, a creative risk as an artist, it's also a financial risk. And at this point in our life, once you're at the age of like 20 and sleeping on couches, Financial risks, like when you have a family or a house or things, are a lot scarier than just taking a, well, so to me, that seems like, you know, each time you take a risk creatively, you are challenging your life and also your creative um, output. Well, we, were, we decided that with Starlight One, we would only be limited by imagination. We decided not to, to play to the gallery. We decided not to play to anyone. We made really firm decisions before we started writing this album because it's like 
if you're trying to people please or think that you know your crowd or your fans or supporters want to have a certain type then you're not being an art you're not being true to your heart you're not actually right. being the artist that you should be i always remember david bowie saying you know you need to sort of get a little bit out of your comfort zone and then you're in the right place and on this yeah. one for me and for both of us we were learning a lot and it was we embrace it like kids on a trampoline i've got to say and um but it was really really intense so actually when we decided when we we worked with ugu going back to the actual point of working with the new drummer we trust we just trusted the universe again we trusted didn't we we just thought um let's just see let's just see what happens you know and and uh and we're so pleased that we did yeah dead right yeah yeah because it really has um I'm, I'm so looking forward to going on tour with him because he's actually really good fun as a person as well yeah and so like, that chemistry is a uh, playing we're going to be touring as a trio and, we're, and it's all going to be it's 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 going to be quite beautiful i think yeah. and fun yeah how's it gonna be challenging for all the instruments i mean because obviously you guys can play everything but you can't be everything you can't you like this one man walking bands with the, the drums and everything else to for, to do the whole layers of everything you guys do because you guys are very um inventive and creative in each song you yeah. know well i think what we're gonna have to what we're doing this time is that uh, unusually we're actually running everything uh, we're gonna be running uh, sequences and stuff from okay we're going to be triggering everything ourselves and and we'll be playing keyboard we're playing as much as we can but the other stuff to, to make it work as a trio which we're doing live it's it's gonna we're gonna to have to run some uh, sequence stuff now and going back to the 80s when i or early 90s when i i had a band that was reasonably successful we got a record deal quite a big one and that's what we used to do but then in those days it was really hit and miss it was like we had this this sequencer box called mc i can't remember what it was the akai thing and it was called a highly important box to which the gig <laughs> could not go on without it yeah. we had two steve had it it was like a little briefcase that he almost handcuffed to his wrist <laughs> like some sort of security <laughs> and you know and he'd take that everywhere uh, and it was a floppy disk drive, and oh, God, Steve. But, but it, um, you know, but now we know we're going to run it off, um, off computers. But, um, but, you know, but, but we're still very much live, and, and we're trying to make sure that we, we get everything sounding really, yeah. uh, really uh, alive and natural rather than sort of, you know, a, a sequence thing. Well, the core instruments of the song we're going to be playing live and the extra bits that you don't need that aren't all the way through, they'll be. Well, the that, that's a difference. I think if you guys have been aware of the, the musical climate conversation, one of them has been, well, there's two big ones right now. A, the uh, merchandise being taxed by venues. And the other one is, is uh, tracks at, you know, where's the line for bands and tracks and stuff. You know what I mean? And this is perfect. This is the perfect world for me. This is where the line is perfect because you guys don't need it and you can play the music. If say your laptop didn't work, you guys would still play. You'd improvise because you are artists. What this does is with the layers of music is like when you see a concert and you hear the background of an orchestra or you hear, you're not going to take a, 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 you know, a 20 piece choir. You're not going to take a symphony, you know, or a bunch of violinists for one song. It's not affordable, it's not practical. Certain sounds you cannot take on the road. Those are things that are acceptable. When you're playing you want to fill out the song if you can but it's not taking away from the song it's just it's adding to it and it's not needed it's something you want to add to give more to the audience of the song but it's not yeah. going to stop you from performing if your laptop gets crushed by a you know in a, in a, in a car it would suck but it's Actually, not going to stop you 
not all the songs don't need it anyway because we're playing um until we'll be playing some from blueberry pie language right well that's what i mean i mean i'm talking to like overall yeah. though like you guys aren't that band that's this is the perfect yeah. storm for me of why i think when you should add stuff I don't, i'm not just black and white where it should be nothing because honestly yeah. some bands do need it for their songs because the songs yeah. are designed around a certain sound that isn't possible to bring out there whatever that sound is it, it really makes that song special so yeah don't take it away from yourself either so this is where you guys have that perfect blend and what i, what I wanted to say is also uh after i pointed out the last time i love both your voices and what i also love is when a lot of bands like families sing together they have a great sound together you guys without being you guys blend together like like almost like it's the same thing it's, it's really fantastic you guys have i see you guys being, being a couple is even better, but not being related is, is, I usually see that in bands, no, family members, whether it's parents or kids, whatever, they have that, that beautiful sound and when they hit, the notes hit together, like it's magic and you can't reproduce that. So when I hear people that aren't related and they, they can do that, it's almost even more special that you found each other to, to, as artists to, to sing together. So when you guys sing together, it's beautiful. You know, and, and also you guys are standalone solo artists when you sing, you know, each, each different tracks. They're beautiful. So I want people, because I'm not, we can't break down all the songs. I want people to understand that when you hear the album, that's what you're hearing. You're hearing two different great vocals and you guys together are beautiful. So well, I think that that's right here. Yeah, the harmonies, it's very strange because that was the first thing. But when we started playing together, somebody said to us, your voices sound great together. And it's something oh, about yeah. the frequency, it's something about yep. the fact you know, even though it's a, a female vocal and, and, and a male vocal, sometimes they can sound apart, but mm -hmm. together, I mean, there's one part on the, uh, on um, a track called, um, uh, what's it called? Look, first one track on the second slide. Uh, uh, shine, shine the light on me. me. Yeah, shine the light on me. The last chord that we play and we sing together, it, I, I listen to it through the monitors here and it sounds like a, the same note. It's just like really odd. It's just yeah. like, fixed and glued together. I think that's a song I had to play back a few times that got me thinking about that. No, but it's, it really is. And I'm not just shining on you guys because anybody knows the show is people I like. I don't need to, you know what I mean? Pull on, pull on anybody. I don't have that. Look at my mailbox is full of too many bands actually that get mad at me because I can't hear them. So this is, you know, a show of true love of art, of artists. And so what I'm saying to you is, is really true of what I enjoy from your music. You know, these are the things I hear from you and I really enjoy. I mean, you guys are great people. So it makes it a fun talk. Yeah, but, but I mean, you guys, but you guys could be jerks. I'd be like, I really like their music, though. Too bad they're jerks. I still listen to your music. <laughs> you know? Maybe I wouldn't interview you as much, you know, I'd be looking forward to it. But but my point is, you know, I mean, you guys are fantastic and it's always fun. And I look forward to talking to you. But and it makes it even more enjoyable knowing how great you guys are listening to music and how much you love music. But the talent and the sounds like you guys make together as a team on this, especially this album. I really, I really like this album a lot. I think to me, it's my favorite sound of you guys. You guys are good at other things too, but just personally, it just hits a lot of the right notes for me. Mm. Um, I can't say enough about this album. I got it and I got it in my mailbox. Was, Thank you for giving it to me early. You know, um, I get a lot of early music and I also do a handful of it a lot. And this is one of the ones I had like two or three albums, you know, that just been cycling through, you know, in the past like, you know, months or two. So, I mean, it's Not great. Um, I, I can't say enough. I want people to check it out. And, and um, the album cover, me being a monkey, laughing monkey music, I got to say, I kind of like the album cover. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's the score. Do you know what, you know, um, 
it all started. I had a dream one night, and I, I woke up. True. This true is true. Story. I said, Simon, yeah. I just had this really weird dream. There were six friendly monkeys living under the stairs, and there was this alien frond that was coming through trying to eat them, and I had to rescue the monkeys. So then we started a playlist off of, uh, before we did Starlight One, of all the songs, we, all the artists we like. We had Music Concrete, Ozzy Mutantes, Jacques Brel, uh, Scott Walker, you know, just anybody, Roxy Music, mm -hmm. you name it. Um, and then I made the collage artwork for the album front and I, I just got these, and then we watched Chimp, was Empire Chimp Nation. And I was just thinking like, there's only a couple of percent DNA away from us and, and the oh, chimps. Yeah. And it started, we were just thinking about life now. And so the album covers stories of personal relationships with your AI companion to existential angst through to war, to love, to loss. And it just felt like, you know, we needed the monkeys. They were our friends because they we'd rescued them. So, so I just he just left me alone for a week. And, yeah. and inside cover of the gatefold for both the CD and the and the album, the vinyl is the vinyl listening lounge yeah. on board Starlight One. It's on the oh. website. And, oh, it's, okay. and it's got a few more of our furry, hairy friends in there. That's all I'm going to say. And a really cool record deck. Yeah. All right. Well, keep that in mind. I will. I mean, but the, yeah, and it's all that. I'm like, obviously, I, I love it. I love, and I love the fact it's got a little of the, the AI, the space thing, and the monkeys, because I like both. And obviously, I mean, I name my show after my favorite things. You know, well, I joke about it. I say it's laughing and monkeys and music. And actually, if it was my three favorite things, it would be laughing monkey cheeseburger show. But that would be kind of, <laughs> <laughs> so that would be ridiculous for a music show. So it's laughing monkey music show. But I, I digress. But I mean, yeah, I, I think it's great. I love the cover. I love the art. I love the colors. I mean, it's really a full package. And that's what excites me the most. And that's where you can tell in my excitement in this conversation where it really is a home run for you guys, you know. I think I enjoy I enjoy all your work. I'm gonna be honest with you, but this this album and, and its sound in particular is just like next level for me. Like it just it's like way way not just a good album. This is just you know fantastic. Well, you know, just asking you a question here. What genre would you put it? How would you describe it? The whole record? Can you can you put it in a genre? Is it possible? I don't think I have. I, I think I'm looking up here. I have on iTunes here. It's called Art Rock. I don't know. Art Rock makes you think of like Art of Noise. And then somebody with a pointy uh, triangle nose. That's just me. <laughs> I'm I'm 52 years old, so maybe my I don't know. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking I don't know what I'd call it because not even a space rock because there's something about it where it has that underlying new wave feel, but it's got rock in it, and the lyrics are smart. What you do? And one of the things I'm going to say this at the same time while I'm describing this is and why I'm having challenges. Sonically, I always have an issue. One thing I talk about besides drums is like when you do more than one guitar in an album, a lot of people, you need to do like different style guitars. You need to find different tones and frequencies. You really, everything needs the space. Now, that being said, one of the things with this album I noticed is not just with keyboards and guitars, everybody still had its own sonic home. Yeah. Which I think is really special to me because I think once you start getting keyboards, like especially like keyboard keyboards, not like talking like John Lord, Deep Purple, like that yeah. sound is going to be you can't, it permeates, you can't mess with it. It's where you're going with it, which I love, but it's not, when you get really keyboard keyboardy, they can really start to blend into too much. And that's where you have the danger of um, bleeding into your own song. And this is me being super nerdy now. People wouldn't even notice that you guys probably know what I'm talking about. I'm not hearing that. And that to me, I think is why, one of the things that elevates it to me, like everything feels like it's, it's, it's still separate, but working together. And I think that's, 
a challenge in a good song, and especially in a good pop keyboard melody. Without it, you know what I mean? Being smart and simple, like the Beatles, smart but simple. Like, I should have thought of that, but you can't think of something that simple. It's that's that's kind of what I'm hearing. But back to your questions, I look at this. I don't really know. If I think of it, I'll, I'll email you and let you know what I think. Yeah, I don't I know how I, how I would blend it. Mm. And I think it's a compliment. I think it's good. I, I think that's why it stands out special. Mm. Yes. I don't. You know. When we put the songs together, um, they found a natural storytelling narrative. Mm -hmm. So that's why we said, you know, it's meant to be. It'd be great on the vinyl. Listen to it as per a vinyl in order. Um, so that you get the full benefit of the journey that it takes you on and it is all connected and it does sonically change and but it all it is all belongs together yeah i think right. that's something that that you that simon did on the production with that to make sure it it it, it all belonged yeah, yeah. it's, it's like board, that's the thing, yeah. yeah it's like you know like when you see like you know like compared to movies like like when like um like harry potter or lord of the rings it's like movies right you hear them you're like you want to say oh it's a fantasy but then you see the stories, there's an arc, there's family, there's love. And also it's not a sci-fi film or it's not an adventure film. There's also, it's like political or it's got, it's not the absolute, but it has all these sort of dimensions as you listen to it or you watch these films. They're like, it's not really, it's not really this kind of film. It's not this kind. There's all these different dimensions or, or Lord of the Rings has 5 billion layers of other stuff that's not really just an adventure film. Yeah. So when I hear this as a musical piece, it's not just one type of thing because I feel like there's so many dimensions. It'd be easy to say it's one thing but then when I really listen to it, like when you, you know, those films, you hear all the, I hear so many different things in it that it wouldn't be fair to just call it something, I guess. I think it's thank very you. much, yeah. thank you. I think it's very much based in us as humans, as people, you know, it's based on earth, but also look where we, look where we're based. We're based on planet earth in the universe, you know, come on, let's look at the context of really what's going on. And then I think the only time we see that is when you see a sci-fi film or you see right. those one of those astrological Brian Cox, you know, talking about right. Stelliferous era when there's stars in the sky. But I mean, really, what I what I what I've really enjoyed with this album as well, you know, it's like saying things in music that you can't say in words. You know, the words there are lyrics, but for for us, it's a it's a big ugh, love letter. You know, it's a letter of hello. It's a it's a, and this is the for us. You know, we we decided that a. We've got it on pre-order now, but we decided to do it on this 180 gram milky clear vinyl as well, which is mm -hmm. the first time we'd never even heard of it. It's like clear, but it's got like a splash of milk, extra calcium for the audios, you know. <laughs> but uh, um, and the and the CD, and we're not and uh, we're not going to stream it either because we want it to be for people who really uh, don't want to just swipe through. You know, it's not made. For really, them. not going to stream it? No, no, it's going to be exclusively on Bandcamp. Um, so it's not going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on YouTube because obviously the video. So we're going to have yeah. videos, um, but we're actually not going to put the album on Spotify. No. So. Ever? We, that, well, we, I, not, I say never, but no. you know, you never say never about never. But I, I kind of like the idea, but I got to, can I give you an, an alternative concern of why I wouldn't? Yeah. Because there are people in other countries or other parts of the world. And I know this just from doing the show because I was, I'm adamant against artists not getting paid on Spotify, totally. So obviously you knew about music, there's certain things you're not, you're going to take a hit as an artist. But not putting it anywhere, whether it's even streaming on your own site so people can hear it, people are not going to have the access. Sometimes the only people who can hear it are on Spotify in different countries and they will not hear this music. Not because they don't want to, because there will be a limited access. And to me, that would be a shame. 
Well, it is good. I said YouTube. We found it a lot of places that. Um, oh, you'll be the old songs up on YouTube, like like you're gonna. Oh yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. But that's fine. That's fine. I, I would say then forget the other ones. Yeah. If you're gonna have it up somewhere, YouTube's yeah. even sometimes better because I work in podcast uh, streaming world and YouTube, and YouTube does seem to do its own thing and reach more people. And we've got on different levels. Oh, so we do the, like the video of Saving Me is just being released. So. Because we make and we produce and edit our own videos too, uh, and tell the story in the visuals, which also I think sometimes really adds other dimension to it. It's um, I mean, it's not that we don't care. It's the fact that actually, you know, we wanted to to um, you know, when you go and you get a homemade pie, as opposed to a mass-produced pie. Oh, I get why. I get why it's special. I'm just trying to think of, of the other side because this is a question that's come up. I mean, I've done hundreds of different views and I did tons of discussions and I've thought about it and I've railed against the industry and then i'm like but it's like a it's, it's like a, a something you need yeah. at the same time and yeah. so i'm back and forth with it. like we could talk again i could be totally in another mind but i think what i've noticed though is when I, when I talk to the 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 fan side of this is like with with a youtube i have premium so i can let it fall asleep and close it it won't turn off on me and but most people don't do paid youtube but like if you're in your car you can't listen to it like the songs to go through like it's more of a, of a hassle to stream and listen to even a youtube album if you don't have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still better than nothing and it's still good. You're gonna hit a lot more people. Whereas, you know, you can set up a playlist and this and that, and you can kind of get really kind of geeky about it. Yeah. It's hard, this is digital. You lose, you're, you're, there's such a loss already to the artwork, to the, and, and the saving grace is having a, a fully detailed thing up on your website so people can at least see it, that don't have the access to getting it, that don't have the money to purchase, that don't have a record player, that yeah. I think this album's special. I think everybody should be able to hear it regardless of, who they are because i think it's it's um you know it's a lot of hope in it and and i think well, it's an important time for hope we will always uh, we always listen to our friends especially in you know someone as eloquent and as uh, knowledgeable as you because you, you know you, you really uh, you, you you're really doing great things i mean we said that last time we were on you know because it's Thank it's you. people as such as yourselves and and there's not a lot not a lot of them out there that are doing this um well and and then doing it um with such passion and love and you're really into the music and you're really into the artist which makes a tremendous amount of difference to us you know yeah. it's first us on it's one of those things you know we could be at the people buying it and listening to it but you know but when you get people in the media such as yourself that are, that are doing it it really is very uh heartwarming hey, you know talking to artists because it's one of the most important things in the world that's untainted you know it's, 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 it's the rawest and purest thing. And like I said earlier, it could be anger, it could be beauty, it could be happiness, it could be sadness. We can hear a song, I think, of a million parts of our lives, how it brings us to it. So when you guys write something and you have an album like this, someone's going to have it, hear this song. There's going to be a song on here, and probably for many people, that's going to bring them back to a certain point in their life, like forever. Like when you guys are gone and then we have space dinosaurs. Like when we're gone, it's like music's still going to be there. And it's still going to look back. I mean, look at all your childhood things and all different times of your life. You're a song. You're like, you know exactly where you are. And that's yeah. a gift. How to inspire somebody who's having a bad day, even make them smile from one of your songs or feel good. I mean, that's something to put your head down the pillow at night saying, I did something good today. I mean, that's, that's, that's a, a wide reaching thing, you know? Well, it is. And, you know, and, and, and when you do, and we do get that, you know, when people actually mention that they've been listening to our stuff and it's, 
and it's uh, it, it gives them a feeling and they, and and they keep putting it on and it's in the car and all that sort of thing. it really is it's great for us it's you know? a bit it really humbling is. isn't it where you yeah. just kind of go you kind of inside go wow thanks so much because you know that's really what we're about connection you know it is about and, and it's important and i think the hard thing is and this is <laughs> where i hear with artists and i always want to say to the artist being true to yourself and putting it out there it's like when you write a book and you read a book and then you see a movie you read the book you envision it different in your head and it's special and once you put it out there it's out there so as an artist not trying to trying to be true to yourself and then putting it out there is usually the best response when people can relate to it because you realize you do a song or an artist and it's not a bad thing that some artists do and i don't hear this with you guys but you know an artist will try to like re replicating or trying to be that same mindset they want to write for their fans which you can do but i also think there's a danger where once you're starting to do that you're kind of going out of yourself in a way and you're affecting your songwriting that's not you. And it might still affect people in a good way, but it might not let you be you. And I really feel um, with you guys, it feels like it's very much honest, 100%. It's who you guys are. And if people relate, that's even better. Yeah. This time as well, especially, I think, more so, we've been incredibly vulnerable with our writing. Really. Which I think you should keep doing. I think that's something. This is like... It's been scary, actually. It's this this like, is the yeah. bar. This is the bar for you guys now, to be this honest and true and risky and creative. You guys are, are good at your instruments and, and, and great instruments and good singers and songwriters. You've gotten to that point in your life where it's not like you have to prove yourself. Now you're at a point where it's all about what can you do with those? You already have the skills such that you're there, like your creativity, how risky can you get? How open and honest can you be and put it out there? And this is a perfect example of what you can do. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks. That's amazing. I mean, that's, it's uh, um, it's uh, you know your uh, your enthusiasm for the record is quite Thank breathtaking. It, it means um, so much. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I think that the, the the other thing that's that's happened this time is that when we first started off together and we did Blueberry Pie, which is basically a blues record, it, you know, and because I was known as a blues guitar player, and we didn't expect it to be successful, we just did it because we just mm -hmm. did it. Um, but I think that I think this time and, and language curiosity was like a step towards that. Um, that this time we've really been much more ourselves because, you know, I, I, I was, I, I've always listened to electronic music. I've always, you know, I've been listening to, I was a big Kraftwerk fan, you know, and all the 80s mm -hmm. stuff was, you know, the Depeche Mode and all these guys. And, and, and people sort of said, well, you're doing sort of, you're using synthesizers. And I say, well, yeah, because that's actually what I've always done. I've never actually played just guitar. I've never written yeah. that way. Yeah. I mean, we did a, the P Electrolyte, which yeah, was... Yeah, we um, did an 80s dance 12-inch uh, vinyl release, which got signed to uh, Ninth Wave in New York. So we uh, we released that as a three-tracker, didn't we? Yeah, and, and this that was before we did the Blueberry Pie album. Yeah, that was like 2016 yeah. or something. And, and so, so, you know, we, we, we've got we've got previous for, yeah. for this sort of thing, as they say, you know, we, you know we're... Uh, and, and, uh, and But I think we are going to carry on in this vein, I think. You know, but don't expect the same. I think you, you know we might get. Well, more no, no, so you wouldn't be. That's the whole point of this. I mean, you're not. But I don't think if he was like a blues guitarist or a rock guitarist anymore. Now I'm saying that's what it's, you're good at it. But to me, there's a lot of that. But there's not a lot of this. Like you, you, you got that already. You can do that. But yeah. this is something different. This is, it is more of a serve the song, and it's like, well, I got the song, and I got, I can play keyboard, I can play guitar. What are we gonna put the song together with? This is you're like a, this is like a songwriter band. And not just like good songs with good musicians type of albums now. This is like good songs, and you can peel it back and take it apart musically. And to me, I think when the, the song yeah. is the is the card on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. I think the world has changed so much as well that this album had to be different. Well, I, I just it, did, well that, it, it did, it did. I think if you'd be true to yourself, it had to be different. But the world yeah, can do what, I mean, artists are always going to do what they need to do. But in the journey of you guys as musicians, and when I listened to your last album, which is good, but to this album, it's, it's, it's light years to me different. Like, that was a good album. This is extraordinarily different in a good way, which is, wow. I think you were other, with other musicians doing good music, you know, which is fantastic. Cause I like a lot of that music. I do every day I listen to it in my playlist. They're a little different, which is even better to me. Maybe everyone else is in the same way. Not just, this is just one guy's opinion. I listen to too much music. But <laughs> it talks to a lot of musicians. But to that point, it's just different. It's different in a way where you're not putting yourself in that same group anymore. It, it, it's nice. It's like you're on your own. It's not just being the blues guitarist. It's the singer, the bass player. It's the songwriters with really, you know, interesting songs that each song has its own journey. And and you're not, you're not um, feeling like, I need a guitar solo here. Because when you're a blues guitar player, you're a rock guitar player, you're going to have certain beats or certain rules. Otherwise, that's not considered rock guitar. I think it's too, too weird with a rock guitar band we're doing something experimental. That goes weird, too. By being a band like this now, like this album, it feels like it's any type of music and the right instrument's going to be there. It can be a guitar. It can be keyboard. But it's going to be what fits, not what feels like it needed for that genre. Because that's maybe the best part of you not being a genre. That may be just the answer to the question in the long, longest-winded way possible. It, you can't really be in a genre because it's going to affect your songwriting. Well, that, that is that is the thing. And I think we felt a lot freer because of that. And, you know, we, we, we just took that sort of attitude. We wanted to do what we did rather than, uh, you know, because you, you, people in genres are always very, you know, uh, you know, very fixed in the thinking Probably. about it. Oh, okay. Well, there's, there's, there's rules and the fans are even more intense about the rules because they know what they like. And it's, it's good, just like with food or anything else. We like what we like, we like, you know what I mean? And it makes us feel good. That's why we follow that band. No, it's okay because there's we all have different reasons why I like music. But as a you know, a, a, a totally music nerd, one of the things that makes me exciting, and it started us with actually, what kind of with us kind of wrap this up is the album has something different in it. All the tracks are different, cohesive. You don't want to have something just crazy eclectic that has nothing to go together because then it's kind of jarring as a fan to listen to. Like you don't know what mood you're in, and each song kind of like is choppy and throwing you around. You're like, that's just way too much. There is a theme. It does work together from song to song. It has a great flow. It's not like crazy, like, you know, different worlds of music, of musicians. It just, it doesn't hold tight to a certain rules, which is really what it comes down to, you know, and just good songwriting. Thank you. Thank you. So, I, I mean, that's how I, I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> that's how I feel. And that's why I was looking forward to talking to you guys. I was disappointed to talk to you today because it's been on my mind a lot how to, how to say it and how to, how to express it, you know, probably a little more wordy than I can, but I don't think I can, I don't think I can chop down the words to not say it enough of, you know, clearly to make sure everybody's aware of different ways. You know what I'm saying? Cause there's, yeah. you have to listen to the album people when it comes out. I mean, it's, okay, it's nine tracks. It's, it's fantastic. It's not too long. It's not too short, which is important too. Um, at least you just enough, like you're ready. Like, Oh, I have to listen to it one more time. Cause I want to hear a little bit more. Like, you're not like, I've heard enough. I gotta take a break. Which is great. I usually get two two spins out of it before I move on to something different, take a break, go back, but get burnout. You know, there's always a good litmus test. You know, two times in a row is usually pretty good if I can hear it two twice in a row when I'm listening to it. Like one more time around, one more like you know the encore. <laughs> so to me, 
it's the perfect time. You know, that's that's it right there. And, and and I hope I hope it does well. I hope people understand it and and can really embrace it. I hope this is the next step. As you know, as artists for you guys, this is. You know, Thank yeah. you. Because um, well, I always encourage people if you can buy it first, so they don't have to cart it to the venue, they get more of the profit. Buy everything from the artist, hundred percent. If you don't, yeah. and you're at the concert, oh, don't let them stop you from buying something at the concert either, because it still is something. <laughs> and, they, and, and they and they had to take the time buy the shirts, the layers, the colors, the merch, pull it behind the bus, pack it up, figure out who's going to watch it. We have to pay somebody who's going to watch it. Who's going to get the cut? It's it's such a headache that an artist has to worry about besides just doing the, the, the music part to worry about yeah. the merch. So if it's already there and the time's already put in, make it worth it. Buy something, you know? Well, we've, um, the album's actually, all of the album's available to pre-order now from our website, starlight.com. So it's a limited edition with the vinyl as well. So pre-order, pre-orders are really good because you know you've definitely got your copy then. Yep. um and also, as you're right, you know, it just means that. And also, when you pre-order your tour T-shirt, it means you can rock up to the gig wearing your tour T-shirt. That's it. That's right. You're, that, that is part that. of the thing. I love that. When we see people wearing a, we giggle like yeah. kids because they're like, oh, you know, and it, it's just like a big hug, you know, when you see you see that. It's yeah. great. I, I think it's, it's fantastic. I do. I want, I want to thank you once again for sharing your music with me early. I considered it, you know, a gift to, 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 to share it with me early like that. And um, for coming on the show. And give me a chance to talk Sean, to you. Your inspiration, yeah. your inspiration. Thank you so much. You know, you are. Um, everybody likes good reviews. Everybody likes enthusiastic people, and and you've given everything. So thank you so much. Well, you're you. welcome. I mean, that's probably the good and bad of my show. If you're going to be on my show, it's generally a good review because that's who I like, or I'll find something good about it. I'm not going to invite you to my musical house and be rude. But if I really invite <laughs> you in the house, but I'm also not going to invite you to your house because I don't need to have anybody over my house either. I can be pretty antisocial. But if you're a guest of my house. It's because you really are good music in my eyes. So right. to, to that point, I thank you. And I, and I want people to check you guys out as, you know, it, it's pretty awesome. And there's, there's clips online you can go to. You can go to YouTube. You can stream. And they have other great music, too. And maybe if this album's not for you, they do have other types of music. And that's kind of the whole point of this whole thing. To me, this is different and exciting. Um, but there's other, they do other types of styles of music, too. Fantastic. And that's, that'd be for you. So don't pigeonhole. I don't like this one song. They have songs that are totally different on other parts. So don't just stop there, you know, kind of check out all, all the stuff out there. You might find something else, you know, you guys are very eclectic in your albums. Thank so you. thanks, Madeline. Thank you for being on the show.